Welcome back to our podcast, We're Group 6. I'm Jasmine. I'm Alondra. I'm Paige. I'm Esmeralda. And I'm Aaliyah. Okay, now we can move on to our 30-second summaries. Okay, so basically what happened in this section was the monster ends up getting rejected by the family he's watching and he goes um he goes to seek revenge on Frankenstein. He kills Frankenstein's brother and he basically like finishes story his story to Frankenstein and he asks Frankenstein to make him another female creature version of himself. And Frankenstein is reluctant to agree, but he ends up agreeing. And then he goes to Europe to make the creature, the second creature. And, like, when he's about to finish making it, he, like, decides that this isn't a good idea. And he, like, destroys all of his progress. And this makes um, the first creature very mad because um, he destroyed his only possible companion. And then... Um, that was 30 seconds. This section of Frankenstein... Um, the monster is with the family and the family doesn't really like the monster he doesn't really like him because he's just not like he doesn't fit with the family the family doesn't know what to do with him and it kind of makes the monster more like mad and upset and things like that and so he goes to try to kill um what's his name i forgot his name but he goes to try and kill him and he doesn't really get like far enough through to do so Okay, so we can move on to the next person for the 30-second summary. Um, Esmeralda, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go next. Okay, so... So when, um... There... I'll start. Okay, so when the creature was done with his story, he tells Victor to make a another female creature for him because he needs a companion. Then um, Victor leaves and travels with Henry. And when Victor is almost done with the creature, he sees um the first creature and he he begins to think about the possible consequences consequences and destroys the second creature. But the first creature gets mad and um he gets mad and um Victor Victor decides to leave to go marry Elizabeth and once Victor leaves he um what's it called he travels he travels back and he's in the ocean but he when he finally finds land he's accused of murder okay that was really good um I think Aaliyah is the next person to do the summary yeah I'm next um so the section begins where the creature discovers some books and he learns how to read. Um, and from these books, he starts to learn about humanity and he starts to learn more about um, humans. And he later wants to develop a connection with one of the family members he's been from the family he's been watching. And once he tries to form this connection, the family later discovers that what he's doing and they freak out and they don't want him there. The family later moves away and this causes the teacher to become very angry about the situation. And he later wants to get um, revenge on Victor because 
of what happened with Danny. He wants to find Victor, so he, um, he travels to find him. And he, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Once he finds Victor, he... That was 30 seconds. Sorry, sorry. I thought it was cutting out. Okay, and then, um, so it's Lonnie's turn. turn. Yeah. Okay. Do I go now? Yeah. Okay. Um, the creature a partner in Europe, but then um, the creature, oh, I mean, Dr. Frankenstein regrets his decision and decides to not do it. And once he does, he destroys like all of his plans, his, um, the creature that he was creating and all that. Okay, so now we should all say like who we thought the best was. Who do you guys think did like the best in their summary? Um, I think as Esmeralda again. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I also thought Yulia, you brought up like the whole part about the books in the beginning that I totally like forgot about, forgot to include. Yeah, I also like Yulia's summary. Okay, then I guess that's the end of our 30-second summary section. Now we can move on to, like, the first question. Um, right now we're going to be discussing the creature's argument. We're going to be um, thinking back to how he started his argument and the evidence he used to support his argument. And we're going to be discussing whether we think it was effective or not and what we think we would do if we were in Victor's shoes. And the argument starts on page 108. So looking back to page 108, um, the creature kind of starts his argument talking about how um, this is when he like starts telling his story and he is talking about how he like started off not knowing anything really and like showing how like different terrible things happened to him to make him the way he is like in the way that Frankenstein sees him as an evil creature. He didn't start that way, and that's how like he begins the argument. Yeah, and then page 140, he says, Hateful day when I received life, I exclaimed in agony, a cursed creator, why did you form a monster so hideous that even you turned from me in disgust? And I think his argument um, was to get Victor to create another female monster because he felt alone, and he wanted Victor to do it because... He wanted somebody to have with him. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, so the creature wanted a female like, partner like, to have somebody with him since he was, like, rejected and, like, uh, like a monster by society and by his own creator. 
which is why Victor kind of like gave in at the idea at first of creating him a partner, but then at the end he just decided not to, which made the monster feel more sad. Yeah, I think um, he was trying to um, get Victor to make another creature because he felt that Victor owed it to him because originally he abandoned him and he just left him on his own and that like created um or just like allowed him to feel lonely and have to learn everything by himself and he the creature blames Frankenstein for all of his issues because of like the first thing he did was leave him so I feel like they think it's um he thinks it's the responsibility of Frankenstein to make this monster the creature almost made it seem like Victor had a tab to pay because they, because he left him and he kind of the creature had to kind of like fend for himself and learn things on him on his own and so that's why he thought that Victor owed him another creature like a more like a mate almost yeah and that's why it was like so effective on Victor because like Victor was already like feeling bad about things he's done and guilty and like he knew like um he felt guilty for like the death of William and Justine so he was like already feeling guilty so it makes sense that he would like feel guilty for um like causing problems with the creature so I think that's why it was so effective like they use he used guilt to make him do it yeah I agree sorry I agree I think if I were in Victor's shoes I would um agree to make another monster because of um how the monster describes how he feels how he's lonely how he feels like no one will ever accept him I think if I were Victor I would make this monster just so um the monster wouldn't feel like he's alone in this world and maybe afterwards Victor wouldn't feel as guilty for creating him in the first place. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because like if I feel like the only it's like the only possibility for the creature to actually be happy, like if he has someone else that understands him and like that will subdue all of his anger and hatred towards humans. And I think that might just be the better outcome for everyone. And since, like, the creature had told um, Victor his side of the story, Victor already knows what he went through and how he's being mistreated and nobody has accepted him just because of the way he looks. Yeah, the creature kind of wants sympathy from Victor, like, for him to understand his situation and how he feels. Kind of, like, trying to convince him as to why he needs and deserves a partner because he's lonely and all those stress and, like, the rejection he's been getting because of how he looks. I think the author uses that as a way to show that it doesn't matter um how you look from the outside. The only thing that matters it's in the inside and what matters. Um, the most important thing is to just like see somebody not from their looks but also from what's inside of them. And there's more to looks than just um. There's more to know about someone. I agree with that. I think that. It really showed, like, each character's feelings and emotions throughout, like, these few chapters. And I think if I were in Victor's shoes, I would feel, like, the, like, how he was feeling. And I feel like I would feel guilty for everything that had happened before. And that's why he decided 
to do what he did, make another creature, make somebody for the first creature to mate with, because he was guilty, because he thought that that was the right thing to do. So I can understand that part of it. This section of the story, the creature finds a suitcase with three books. We're going to be discussing each of the books and how they contributed to the creature's understanding of the world around him. Basically asking what Shelley's saying about knowledge. Why do you think she picked these books? Okay, so the first book was Sorrows of Werder, and it goes through like a series of letters um, on a tragic um, story about Warder who falls in love with um, a girl, Charlotte, but she's, it's like a love triangle thing, and then the main character ends up killing himself to, like, fix it, so that's the basis of that first book. I think that's where um the creature got like part of his violence from because the book was about solving conflict by killing himself and i think the creature did that but instead of killing himself he was harming um he was harming victor's family because he wanted him to feel to feel um pain yeah i agree i think this added to the creature's understanding of how tragic humanity can be and how much um things like love affect um humanity and i think that's what caused him like you said to become more violent about things that have to do with human connection yeah i definitely yeah, like oh sorry i was just gonna say i definitely agree with you because like, um, when he was viewing, like, the family and the cottagers, like, their life, um, it didn't, it wasn't, like, extremely tragic, even though they were, like, exiled, like, they were still together and, like, happy, so I feel like this, reading this story, like, showed a whole different side of, like, what life can be like for people, especially when it's, like, relating to people you love and having to lose them, so I definitely agree with what you guys had said. I agree with that, too. I think that, it really showed him a different side of humanity and a different side of life that he hasn't really seen before, considering his past and considering how his life is. It showed him a whole different side of what life really could be like. Yeah, so it gave him a better understanding of that different side of life. Like, he only knew what he was seeing, and once he read that book, it gave him a better understanding of all those different sides of life and the emotions he could feel. Yeah, because he says the possession of these treasures gave me extreme delight, which goes with what you guys are saying. Um, so then I guess we should move to the next book, which is um, was like a s series of biographies of like famous men who are like extremely powerful. And he, like a quote from the book was, the cottage of my protectors had been the only school in which I had studied human nature but this book developed new and mightier scenes of action. And I feel like he's saying this because he's understanding like more of who the strong like humans of, are the, like, of the world are and like how they can be like a leader. So I feel like that shows something completely different to like just tragedy and like the family he observed.
um i guess to add on to like what i was saying it kind of showed him like um more about like how people can differ too like how he can be like a strong like fighter in like those people in humanity versus just like a random like civilian and like it's showing like the extremely powerful to like the weak and i think that's like something he got and that's something he um brings up later in the book i agree with that i think that in this part of the book it really showed that you know men can be powerful they can be strong and it showed the creature that men show a different side than you when some would see they can be powerful they could be strong yeah, and I think it showed also him, like, how to do that, because later in the book, um, he says, like, beware for I'm fearless and therefore powerful, and I think that kind of, like, the book um, that he read influenced that, so, like, he realized he has nothing to lose, so he can do whatever he want without, like, whatever he wants to do without consequences, and I think, like, that's his idea of power, possibly from, like, reading about different leaders. I totally agree with you because in page 81, he says, um, you are my creator, by a, but I am your master, obey. And I think he got he got that from the books that he was reading and he he's now learning that he, he could be more powerful if he wanted to. Yeah, especially since he the creature has nothing to lose and Victor still has like his family to think about. And since the creature has nothing to lose, uh, he could still threaten like Victor that he will harm his family like when he killed his brother. So um, the creature's using the fact that he has nothing against Victor because Victor still has things that he doesn't want to lose. Yeah, exactly. And then the last book he read was Paradise Lost. And this was like the biblical story of the fall of man, like um, um, temptation of Adam and Eve by Satan, like that whole... Um, story about the expulsion their expulsion from the garden of eden so like that's the basis of this book and in this part of the story i'm pretty sure he like compares himself to like adam because he was like the only one like of his kind and i think it like affected him because he saw how like adam got eve and maybe that's why he thought like he needed a companion to be happy too yeah, I agree. Um, sorry. Um, I, I agree. I think that the monster found some kind of comfort in a way with this book because of how he was able to relate to Adam. And I think he found it interesting how he could um, find similarities in his situation and Adam's situation. And that kind of um, made him feel like he needed to be more like Adam and he needed a companion of his own. Okay, so what was each member of the group's favorite book growing up and how does the creature have turned out if he had read your favorite books? Okay, so my favorite book growing up was Harry Potter. And um, I feel like if the creature read Harry Potter, then he would have like, saw like more of a story of a hero 
and like how even though a ton of bad things happened to like the main character Harry and his life he was still able to do what was right and I think that might have like changed his view on things because like he knows that a bunch of bad things has happened to him and he feels alone and he's making like putting all of his anger out on other people and doing the wrong thing. Um, my favorite book growing up was The Book Thief, and I think if the creature read this book, he would get more of an understanding on how um, cruel humanity can be. This book takes place during the, the Holocaust, and it is from it is told from the perspective of death, and I think he would get an understanding of how Um, sorry, Leah, I think you cut out. Was how they cared for each other, and yeah. Okay, so my favorite book I was growing up was Divergent, and I feel like if the creature read that book, and how he could choose his own path, even with his differences. Um, did anyone else like not share their favorite book? Okay, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, so my favorite book while growing up was Divergent, and I feel like if the creature were to read that book, he will understand that with his differences, he could help people and save them, because in that book, the main character was different, and... Sorry, Alondra, you just started cutting out again. Maybe, um, could someone else go and then we could come back to Alondra? I could go. Um, so my favorite book so far has been Coraline, and I think if the creature had read this book, he would probably, um, like, he would probably, like, because the book is about, like, Coraline trying to save her parents and, like, having each other's back, and probably he would, um, feel, have, like, he wouldn't probably be able to relate to it because he doesn't have no one with him and it would probably just make him feel worse than what he's already feeling. Um, did everyone share their book? No, I didn't. Can oh, I go? Okay. Yeah, you can go. Okay, I can't remember the name of the book, but I read it in eighth grade and it basically talked about like two sides of people, one, was the richer side one was the poorer side and it showed like the different 
the differences in like life and like differences in society and I feel like if the creature would have read that he would have like had a split personality about both sides he would be kind of confused and he wouldn't really understand it as much considering times are like better now but I feel like it would be confusing to the creature but it would teach him something about humanity yeah so I feel like it's safe to say like if um the creature read like any of these books he would just learn more about like people and I feel like it would just be like less tragic to the stories that he read and maybe he would like understand more of like um how heroes are like when they're faced with difficult decisions He also doesn't like understand like fiction and like nonfiction, so he might read something that isn't real and like think. I think he um like I would think he would like like see it as real and maybe like um relate to it, but it's like obviously not real. I think I believe there was a book in where um he saw himself through it or like he like I don't know how to explain it, but like. He um he was able to compare himself, but I I believe the um the book wasn't true. I'm not sure. Yeah, that did happen, and yeah, I um that's a really good point to bring up because like a lot of the books we were talking about are fictional, and he would just believe they're real, and but I don't know. I feel like it would still teach him a lesson. Okay, so on this part of the section, we're going to consider the impact our media, our modern media would have on the development of the creature if he was created today and how would he have turned out. Um, this is a really interesting question. Like, the first thing that I think about is, like, he would see all of the bad things that are happening, like, within humanity, and there's, like, so many. So I feel like he would be, um, like have more resentment towards humans like with understanding that because before he didn't like have all that information and he knew that like humans fought each other but I feel like at the like extent that the media is now like you can see terrible things happening like everywhere and like not be able to find like positivity as much I feel like the future would be like like if you were made in today's society i just feel like he wouldn't fit in he doesn't have like the personality of fitting in with today's society i feel like he would be confused and he wouldn't be able to find happiness he wouldn't be able to find like something to keep him driven in today's society i feel like he just wouldn't like it just wouldn't work for him Um, I both agree and disagree. I think that although the creature would feel like he doesn't fit in, I think society nowadays compared to back then would be more interested in discovering and getting to know this creature rather than automatically assuming he is a monster like people would do back then. Um, Like, yes, I feel like there are going to be people who... Um, assume that he's just this awful creature, but I do think there will be people who will try to understand him. Yeah, I agree with Leah. I think uh, we some people want to reject him right away instead of being more curious to get to know the creature as to who he is. What
Sorry, Alondra. Like, it cut out again. But, um... So, I think, like, also with, like, modern media, he would be able to see so many more stories also. Like, just, um... With, like, the amount of books he could read, he could read, like, almost anything with, like, how, like, vast the media is now. Like, and I think that might help him understand, like, humanity more. And, like, if he were to, like, see so many more books, he might have, like, turned out better because he could have seen, like, our favorite books, too. And, like, be able been able to, like, understand how people can make difficult decisions when um like the odds are against them and like no matter what there's always gonna be people that like you and don't like you or agree with you and don't agree with you and i think um maybe he will find people that actually want to um get to know him but i think there's also going to be a lot of people that won't want to get to know him and just see him as a monster yeah i agree with that I feel like people would be intrigued by him, like they'd want to get to know him, but he'd be the odd one out, if that makes sense. I don't know, that just came to mind, and I thought about that. Yeah, I think so too, because like, people are fascinated now. Like, some people are scared, but a lot of people are like, fascinated with unnatural or like, not regular things, like... The whole Bigfoot thing, like, every, like a lot of people are interested in that and, like, finding, like, a monster in the woods. So, like, maybe they would be more open to, like, accepting him. But I, I don't know. It could go both ways. It depends on, like, the person. I feel like people, like, it would be, like, like, mm, like two-sided almost. Like, some people would accept him and then other people, like, wouldn't. It just kind of, like, depends on... Because, like, you know how, like, society is kind of split up in two. Some people agree with one thing, other people don't agree with it. Or some people like this and other people don't like that. Like, it would just be split. It, you know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, like, especially with, like, how media is, like, people would, um, people would want to figure out more about him and, like, spread it all over the world and, like, um because that's like that's how media works nowadays where others like would see that and be upset by it so i feel like you're right in saying like there'd be two reactions directed towards him i also wonder how it would be if he was like our age or went to like school and like how he would be treated by like other people yeah i didn't even think about like that because there's nowadays I feel like there's more resources and like everywhere there's so many things like that he could go to to like learn about like he could go learn in a school or like a library or like a bunch of different places where he could learn so many different things like even a movie theater if he like just goes to a movie theater and watches a bunch of movies like there's so many different types of things he can learn from yeah i agree and i think when it comes to um people around our age or younger i think the creature would be more comfortable in a way i feel like younger are not as judgmental in a way i guess you could say i think it would be easier for him to relate to other people i guess i agree with that Thank you for listening. That was episode two of our podcast on the novel Frankenstein by Mary Shelley.